0: Mr. Bernard DJ Blue Benson, Chief Executive Officer of One Media Incorporated, owner of Hot FM Radio Network and Hot TV, addresses members of the Center for the Exchange of Intellectual Opinions CEO on Kerry Street in Monrovia. Testimony, Marco. The part I like in, in your introduction is uh, I'm a chair forgiver, mm-hmm. my appreciation, Thank you. the ever-potent and illustrious leadership of the Center for Exchange of Intellectual Opinion, the conscious and political savvy young comrades of CEO, the young gallant men and women of Liberia, mm-hmm who have decided to turn a new course of history in this country. And all of you well-meaning citizens of this great Republic of Liberia, I bring you warm greetings from the depth of my heart. I'm humbled by the reception given me. The huge turnout today. Trust me, nothing is more important than addressing The critical issues that confront our dear country and finding workable solutions to them. Let me again extend thanks to the members of the press that gather here today also. I'm sure I'm sure some of you are aware. And I've heard the news about my senatorial ambition. And I know some of you are here wondering what is wrong with our country. We've seen a footballer as sent to the presidency. And now we see a male DJ or nobody, or nobody, their desires to contest in the senatorial race. Some of you are wondering, what is wrong with our country? Somebody, tell somebody, keep it quiet. Some of you are wondering, what audacity, or what makes this guy brave, a mad DJ, mm. have even had the notion to phantom the thought of contesting for a seat in the sacred house of Senate. Some of you are here wondering, what audacity is this common DJ who we never see in the usual $500 Dulce and Cobana suit? Mm-hmm. This DJ who we don't see every day in the usual $95,000 Nissan Patrol driving with the glass turned up. This mad DJ who we see eating at restaurants where the price of the food is sometimes below five US dollars. What audacity, a man DJ who we see every day on the carry or sometimes at upper 18 sharing a live, large beer with my buddies or at Pepperfish or sometime every Sunday I may wonder at the Popo beach in the boroughs of Nuku town. Mm-hmm. What audacity this dj have but before I respond to your question I uh, must familiarize you with a quote from a great Italian artist Leonardo da Vinci he said and I quote simplicity is the ultimate sophistication Unquote. simplicity It's the ultimate sophistication. So for your thoughts on what audacity I have to have a notion of entering into the House of Senate, I respond to you. What audacity our lawmakers and politicians have to have strangulated our culture and creative industry for the last decade. What audacity? They have for not even considering in establishing an act to create a simple recreational resource center for the youth of this country that have resulted into our children going to the beaches of Dukor, where alcohol, drugs, and sex are the norm of the day. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What audacity they have to destroy our cultural heritage. When they all sat there, we know they received the brown envelopes from Bob Johnson to remove our only cultural heritage from Jar that was never replaced. Mm. What audacity they what have! Audacity. They, they've erased a national cultural heritage. They erased the national cultural heritage of my generation. Then you sit there and wonder why a mad DJ wants to be a senator, I've hoped too long. And what is so sad is the politicians uh, have carefully brainwashed most of us, even some of the intellectuals, (coughs) in thinking that parliament belongs to an elite group of Liberians, or DJ that we see on Randall Street or walking, the sideways of Kerry Street has no room in parliament. But I quote again after the legendary Bob Marley, mm-hmm. emancipate yourself from mental slavery. Mm-hmm. Only us can free our mind. Mm-hmm. Amanda! Yes. Perhaps if we had laws empowering the culture and creative industry or a few recreational resource facilities around the country empowering the youth. Or better yet, a performing arts and visual institute where our music and movies industry could excel. Maybe you won't have a mad DJ or nobody expressing interest in running for the senatorial vacancy led by Ambassador George Biden. We are now our president. But I must educate you that we are being left behind. Modern, mature, and progressive democracy in Africa are infusing citizens from the creative sector to help improve the diversity in the parliamentary structure and the quality of law. Uganda, for example, with a GDP of over $88 billion, elected an artist into parliament, Robert Kiagulani and his wife Barbara have been supporting arts and education in the slums of Kampala. In 2015, I met Robert uh, in Lusaka, who goes by the stage name Bobby One. When we say stage name in the, in the music industry, we talk about the name that people know you by, like Jonathan Kofa, stage name is called thank you in 2015 I met Robert who told me about his good work uh, with the youth in his country and I share similar with him about my work in Liberia but what is more interesting is Robert Kukliani he defeated two seasoned politicians for a parliamentary seat, including a very popular politician in Uganda, Sitenda Siburu, of the ruling National Resistance Movement Party, the party of the current president, Uriri Museveni. I moved to Kenya. Last year in Kenya, Kenya with a GDP of $163 billion, elected an artist- in Charles Kanye, who go by the state in Jaguar. He's into parliament and he's contributing immensely to that democracy. In 2015, Tanzania, mm-hmm. elected Joseph Huli, who goes by the state named Professor Jay into parliament. We all know the story of Desmond Elliott, who won the Surulere constituency in 2015 in Nigeria. Liberia the world is leading us behind perhaps this may be the reason why the progress in our youth development is declining at a steady rate there's no lawmaker in the Liberian parliament that represent the creative sector of our society Amanda. Yeah instead of passing laws to a savage, uh, recreation and resource center across this country for empowering a young population they rather sign concessions deals and award raw contract where the kickbacks are handsome you may wonder you may wonder why I stress the need of a recreation and resource center across the country but i want you to free your mind for a movement and imagine a multiplex a multiplex available to students for after school activities a multiplex with the addition of a full library and a computer lab with internet capability. Football pitches for practices and games. Basketball courts, kickball diamonds, gymnasium, track and field facilities, music hall with instructors and trainers available. We will develop doctors, lawyers, bankers, athletes, at the more early age. We must give them the opportunity to develop themselves at an early age. The only after school activity. for now in Liberia, the beaches, call where we know exactly what happened with our kids. And I must let you know that your government is hiding an information from you. Mm-hmm. As most of you here are aware, some needs to be informed. We are breeding five addicts daily, just in Morovia and the suburbs. We are breeding five addicts daily. Just in the suburbs around Morovia. So sit here. Think about five times thirty days a month how much times that by one year that's how much so at this pace, in the next 10 years we have 20,000 young people at Zocos hmm. right now we don't even have a hundred or hundred and fifty and we just can't stand it this is without not even the thought of creating rehab centers We must give the youth an alternative. You know, I did a study, and I believe so much in this multiplex for our students because I'm I'm a product of a multiplex. I'm a product of an area where you deep within and find your potential. In Liberia, we are used to telling our children what to do what we want them to be if you create the environment they will figure that out for themselves and trust me they will be great in it just on yesterday i I read a post on facebook and the poster referred to me as a two-faced hypocrite Mm -hmm. he said i was dressed up just like this uh in a nigerian ethnic attire while I advocate for the promotion of the Liberian culture. Of course, he had no idea that all my offers are made locally. I must agree with him to that extent. I must agree with the poster that all of us are victims of a lost culture. We lost our cultural identity when Ketnija was destroyed. Permit me to take you back into history. Historically, I must first give credit to one Mr. William Lewis, who is dead and gone, who organized the first performing arts group in Monrovia in the 1950s. Mr. Lewis was then connected to the Bureau of Folksway at the Department of Interior this bureau eventually blended with the information service which was also attached to the department of state these two government agencies joined to give birth to the national cultural center they deformed i'm sorry they formed the department of information and cultural affairs the national culture center at kidney was built in 1963 and was dedicated in January 1964 during the inauguration of the late president, William R. I'm, I'm sorry, William V. S. Tuckman. Our culture center that was destroyed, kept us together. It was a place where we could project the cultural image of Liberia. It was there to provide a base for an organized national dance troupe and craft artists from every ethnic group in the country. The Kidney Jar Culture Center was there to preserve some of some of uh, the traditional arts form of the country for generational reference. In short, the Liberian Culture Center was the epitome and epicenter of Liberian cultural activities. In 2008, the Saliv administration decided to destroy the center and lease it to American billionaire Bob Johnson. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the government said it would purchase 50 acres of land in Bentown in Marshall we all know the story they purchased the land for according to them they purchased the land for $80,000 That was, the land was meant for the construction of a new national culture center but we all know that never happened that was 2008 for the young people here who don't know that what kidney job was kenya produce great liberians in the culture and creative industry we know some of them some of you guys know some of them some of you guys won't the judy andy ambassador judy andy a product of kenya job zay tt Fatou gato fatu gifler Nimba bird hmm, hmm. Chekulu kamara who you all remember for the Malawala and Balawala. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Jacob Dwe, the great acrobatics who could stick on the wall, mm-hmm. amongst others. But for this, I challenge His Excellency President George Manawiya and the CDC led government to reopen the findings of the 2011 GAC report and bring the corporates in said audit to book. As the report clearly highlight misappropriation and corruption from the handlers of the job funds. We must also activate the tourism, the tourism sector of our nation. Liberia could be a prime destination for tourists all year long. Abandoned sites abandoned destination like the Patawese waterfall in Bond County Mm. Mm. Also a town called Newset in uh, Grand Bassa County where Remnants from the slave trade are still present Or perhaps the Sapo National Forest Or even Roberts Post where New York Times in 2010 consider robber a are surfing mecca because of the unusual highway but most of all of a vast land of beach with our single five-star resort to attract tourists we must all admit our leaders are visionless we must encourage investors To invest in resorts on our beaches, tourism can be a potential source of revenue and employment provider as tourism complements the creative industry. Mm -hmm. I'll give you a stat and you can check on that. Just last year in Ghana, Ghana hosted over 900,000 tourists, racking up two billion United States dollars and creating over $5,000. How different is the beaches from Ghana and the Liberian beaches? Our leaders are visionless. Say, visionless leaders. Visionless leaders. Yeah, 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 visionless. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Can you imagine the New York Times in 2010 rated Robert Sport as a surfing mecca? Let me tell you guys about surfing. Surfing is not uh, a sport that we're used to, but surfing is a multi-billion dollar sport. Mm-hmm. Robber sports could be compared to the Chem News, the Bernabots, the Old Trafford, the Stanford Bridge, or perhaps the Emirates in the surfing world. We have visionless leaders. By now, the road from Medina to Robertsport should be paved with a five-star resort to accommodate international surfing competition year round. <laughs> we have visionless leaders. If you allow me to, I, I will adapt and rephrase a quote from Professor P. L. O. Lumumba, the great orator. I say we hire Kek and expect them to perform like a land cruiser. Mm-hmm. That is never gonna happen. <laughs> but we man, must <laughs> man, man, man. <laughs> we must blame ourselves. Especially in the media. A couple of days ago when when the when the newspaper reported about my intention and Facebook, uh, social media was carrying it. A group of journalists came up to my office, dressed up in the nice suits and their sophisticated recording gadgets and and the notepads and and the pen and and they came out there to find out if it was true. And I sat up back and I said, uh, didn't you guys hear the news about the first 24 hours television in the history of your country? That is not a news in Liberia. (laughs) (laughs) Me and my partners have been working tirelessly for the past five years. And we have conquer the skills and the arts. And we are offering Liberia the first ever 24 hours television station in the history of this country. And nobody wrote about it. We must blame ourselves in the media. I want stories of the students at Uh, the vocational institute on their mbtc thank you on the many inventions that they make every day we don't see that in the newspaper or hear that on the news when students from the university of liberia excels academically we need to read that in the news (laughs) when a student at at the local government high school excel academically. We need to read that in the news to encourage the other to follow suit. I've been a victim of of the cultural shock. I'll tell you a brief story and, and I promise you I'm almost done. Everybody know me here from uh the big program in a couple of years ago in South Africa called Big Brother Africa, viewed by over 70 million people across the world. And uh, I arrived in, in 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 South Africa in Johannesburg and I was picked up by the people from Mnet and most of them they didn't even know what Liberia was until I said George We are. So okay. So as I, I I was picked up by a single driver and uh went through the protocol and I was led to perform at this program called Big Brother Africa. And uh, I was being coached because they didn't know who I was. But I remained humble. And I performed. And the CEO of African Magic flew from Durban on his private jet to congratulate me because their, their viewership has peaked enormously. And of course, he dropped me my little small little ring that I I accepted. But as the story goes, I was led out of the performance centers by three bodyguards now. And uh, I couldn't understand. And as we reached to the hotel, I went there to get out and run in the room and call my buddies here to say, Did you see how I perform but as I attempted to leave the vehicle I was pushed back and said wait I saw over two or three hundred people in in the lobby of the Sheraton hotel they all was waiting to take picture and uh, get the autograph of the DJ that performed Mm. something shocking to me I'm used to Coming from in the nightclub and playing, and the only compliment I get, I get is DJ Blue with Play playing and I finish, I get my business with mine. So I left South Africa that night with a connecting flight to Zambia. They followed the entertainment and they knew that the DJ that performed that Sunday night was being transited into the city. And they was there to meet me with the same pleasantry. We stayed there for an hour, and we was headed to Nairobi. All of a sudden, I'm flying first class in 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 the mighty South African airline. Mm. <laughs> and uh, I was also touched when 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 the pilot, an African, uh, you know, in South Africa they call him African, came to me and shook my hand. And say i watched you in my hotel room last night you are very very great mm-hmm. where are you from i say, liberia george where are like, you yeah. <laughs> so so yeah. Yeah. so in, in in kenya it was even worse because they had two participants in the competition so they had at least a thousand people waiting at the airport as the plane landed and people got out. Uh, I was told to sit down. Now, I was escorted out by police, security forces of the airport that didn't want no disturbances. I was passed on the other side. And I was a shock to me. I was there taking pictures with the security officers and the police and the, and, and the airport staff. And I couldn't understand. We left there and came to Ghana where we, we didn't leave the airport. Aircraft uh, was headed to Liberia. To cut a long story short, as soon as the Kenya Airway landed in Liberia, I uh, came out with joy with the flag. Some of you have seen the flag. Some of you have seen me hosting the flag on my neck on Facebook. I came up with the flag, and one of the first question I got when I got to the Roberts International Airport is, "Blue, why you doing with the flag on your neck?" <laughs> And I I said, Well, this guy, you don't know that we are coming from the TV, so let me go in the place. I'm expecting a hero welcome from my ministry of information, culture, affairs, and tourism. That a son has celebrated them and celebrated them well and i came out to to the book index and i was asked to fill up this form and that form and, and I was asked by the immigration guy blue where you coming from mm. and i said well he don't know either they're waiting for me outside i'm sure but then uh louise brown i said i know louise brown got my back i know the minister of culture they are all proud and 70 million people saw me, so I know Liberia couldn't be left out. So I went and my bag was open and checked and I couldn't believe I said, well, I'm still going outside to people. And I reached outside of the Roberts International <laughs> Airport with my flag around my neck and didn't also notice me. And there wasn't even a car to pick me up. So I, I hope, I want you to imagine my state of oh mind. Some young folks, that's going to be a, a career-ending shock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I chartered a taxi and we started off to Monrovia, where at Sheffley, the taxi overheated. Around seven o'clock I got off the taxi and the only available car was a truck that had just dumped the fire code. and that was the only way to ELW junction. So I got in. And as I as I got down, I folded the flag of Liberia <laughs> and put it in my bed. Our country has been bad to us. Comrades, before I conclude, I must send a caveat to our lawmakers. <laughs> you must shape up all the young and hopeless masses of the people are bracing to vote you out. Thanks for your time. Wow. No 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 no